Hello listeners, it's former England and Premier League player Matt Jarvis here. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Remember to support the podcast by sharing with your friends and family and leaving that five-star review. Now come on you irons and stay loyal. Well, thank you to our friend of the show, former England Wolves, West Ham and Norwich Premier League winger, Matt Jarvis. Yep, nice to hear from you, mate. Thank you. Yeah, and um, when you're free next time, Matt, we'd like to get you on the show and um, there's always a spare seat down in the bunker. Yeah, we can have a, have a good old debate about one of your old clubs, West Ham. Yeah, right. so Matt nice got, to hear from you. Thank you. <laughs> Matt got in contact um, with the show after um, hearing about Jack's West Ham slander. <laughs> And wasn't too impressed, yeah. so um, he wanted to show his support. But no, thank you, Matt, for the for the kind message. And um, yeah, for all the other nice messages we had the last week. Yep, we're show's back. still going. Episode eight, yeah. and um, as the title suggests, there's only one place to start, and that's Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the debacle of what's going on at the bridge. Another manager bites the dust down at the bridge. Did yep. you see this one coming? Um. I no, I didn't. I thought he'd they'd give him. I say like give. I just assumed Tuchel would be their manager. I'm like mm. not as if they came in and right, we've got a sister manager and and then we'd go from there. I thought Tuchel, yep, he's the he's the guy in charge. The the supporters, I'd say, majority unanimous, a- unanimously, yeah. I would say, loved him. Yeah, they they, I mean, would go into it, but he was doing well. He was doing really well, and he's he's regarded as one of the top European managers. Mm. Um and. Yeah, it seems bizarre as to why they got rid of him, but we'll just quickly highlight the game last week in the Champions League, which sort of the morning after everyone everyone woke up and Tuchel was gone. But um, mm. yeah, they lost. They were one 0 away, wasn't it? Lost one 0 at Zagreb. Um, Zagreb, yeah. Which obviously, yes, probably not a, a easy place to go and um, get a result. But unless you're they, West Ham, if I've seen going around the rounds, <laughs> going, they're going the rounds on Twitter. Yeah, they. Um, I think Fafana and. Uh, Aubameyang both started, didn't they? Yeah. Fafana's first Champions League game, I think, or first start for Chelsea. Yeah, and it would have been Aubameyang's first start. Yeah, and it was Aubameyang's first game and for first Chelsea. Champions League game for six years, Scott probably. Both, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they they both started. Koulibaly played as well. Um, mm. with next to Fafana, which then they both sort of were at fault for the goal, wouldn't they? They both yeah. went up for Heather and didn't know what the hell was going on. Mendy's still out injured with his um yep. after Bowen's horrific challenge on him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna attempt to say his name, but Kepper was yeah, in, in goal for the for the game. As but a lager. <laughs> but yeah, they but just looked uh, they just looked disjointed, I think. Just look incoherent. They they looked how Chelsea have looked all season. Mm. Not like not like a classic Chelsea yeah. team. And think. the only game the only game they played well was against us, against Tottenham at yeah. home. That's the only game where they looked like bloody hell, that's that's a good a very, mm. very good Chelsea side, but yeah, you talk to all the all the Chelsea that have watched the games and been to them. They they say the same thing that apart from that Spurs game, every other game was was like that mm. Champions League. They just well, had nothing to offer. Speaking to a few Chelsea fans, they reckon they haven't played well since the Real Madrid second leg semi final. Mm. Yeah, when they lost that, I think it was April they lost that, mm. and since then they've been a downhill spiral really. Ever since the sanctions came in, I mean they lost to Arsenal recently. After that, yeah. they lost to Everton. And they scraped top four in the end just because Arsenal fucked up. The other, yeah, the teams below, even the three included, were were not good enough to overtake. The three games. I mean, what did you finish behind them last year? Two points. Yeah, we, um, yeah, we should. Well, we'd always say, it, but we should have picked up those points yeah, in various yeah. games. So. Beginning of last season, Chelsea were 
aka title contenders. Yeah, yeah. The people, when they start, certain people I still tell me yeah. that Chelsea are the best team in the world. Apparently, yeah. and best team in the world, best manager in the world. But he's gone now. You got <laughs> Mr. Potter. <laughs> but, Potter. Um, but uh, yeah, they just again quit on the game. They'd like I said, they had Fafana and Koulibaly both starting centre half. Combined cost well over hundred million. Um, like I said, Abamian just got in Tuchel's Tuchel's man up front. Chilwell mm-hmm. got given a start after his performance from the previous week. So, yeah. and they yeah they were just poor. They were just like I said disjointed. They they had no rhythm or flow. They they dominated the ball like you'd expect, but just didn't dangerous. I looked one poor. bit. Yeah. Um, see, I I'm very surprised they got rid of him. Too fair. I think he's I think he walks into any top club in the world. Yeah, that's not, that's not, not if, if anyone loses their job like a top. Yeah, two cool ten club in the Tuchel world. Will be on the list of he's all the top number clubs, two. Yeah. He's in the top three yeah. on the short list. If if United at the time didn't have a manager and two cool was available, I'm sure they would have liked him. He, he may have been on their yeah. op- list of options to go for, but yeah, he's what has he managed? Dortmund, PSG. Both he's been sacked from both, but mm. he's a well regarded and well renowned football manager. And mm. Yeah, and maybe maybe the owners just like classic sort of. A new ownership come in. They want to stamp their authority, and they they yeah. want who they they don't want the previous managers coming under different ownership. Which which obviously yes, I understand, but yeah, you've got one. Surely you've got one of the best. And maybe yeah, the probably things are deeper. We don't know. Yeah, there was a few things I heard on um, various podcasts, listened to, and reports. I read. Whether, I don't know how true you got to take them with a pinch of salt, but and there were two things that um, Tuchel really got ticked off about was a the. Um, decision to try and sign Ronaldo mm. they wanted to sign Ronaldo yeah. and apparently they spent so long wanting to get him the, the while well, they weren't spending time on the Fafani your Koulibaly your defenders they wanted yeah. Chil um, Cucurella and yeah. whatnot. he didn't want Ronaldo and they no. couldn't understand why they didn't want Ronaldo because they want they want to make Chelsea yeah. a big commercial yeah, to them, property Ronaldo, in, yeah. in America he's still that isn't he he um, brings all that he yeah he brings the shirt sales he brings yeah. the media numbers he brings the Twitter followers he brings yeah. the Instagram followers he's just obviously the probably the most marketable player in the world yeah and that's what they wanted to bring to Chelsea but he was having none of it no and I don't and think that's that yeah, down well I don't blame no. him at all and then they've they've I know it's, they're talking about Ronaldo but then they brought in Aubameyang which is Tuchel's obviously Tuchel's decision that's who yeah. he wants and it's what barely one game and he's he's yeah. been gone so it's a bizarre old situation. But uh, and the other one was apparently well, though true. This is that um, the owners sat down with Tuchel because they didn't want to play his formation anymore. They want to play a four-four-three. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, twelve yeah, players, extra man. Yeah, and apparently he was just like, oh, he shut that down straight yeah. away, and that didn't go down well. But whether or not true that is, it's yeah. I can go quite. Because they definitely see yeah, both happening. Definitely see that. See happening. these stupid American yeah. new owners who are bowled in, yeah. trying to take charge of their club, which they just spent. How much you say they spent on it? So they, so they bought Chelsea for a record. It was a sporting franchise record of four point two five billion. Fuck so me. they bought Chelsea for four point two five billion, and then before Potter, so before signing Potter, they'd spent again another in one window a record transfer spending spree of two hundred seventy three million. So then they've got Potter and all his back backroom staff and whoever else. Apparently that cost sixteen million. I yeah, think I read. so in total about three hundred million spent this summer. One with a, a manager they supposedly didn't want, but bought all his players, and then they've now got a mm. a new bloke in that. Okay, worked with Cucurella before. Well, there were the reports coming out today, weren't there? Apparently they were quizzing Cucurella's team about Potter, how he played, and oh, really? trying to get like not tactics yeah, on him, yeah. but trying to feel him Is out. It, I mean, there's, we don't know. 
because there's that classic sort of Chelsea, are we we chop and change him, right, we get a result, we win something, then we, we sack our manager, get someone else in. After two, two and a half years, we win something, then, then they do that. That's the classic sort of Chelsea Chelsea mm. talk and what the system, but Potter can't be, he can't be that well, man. He, can, he he just has to be given Yeah, what I listened to today, they were saying they Pot, uh, Potter's their plan, plan there for five for five yeah. to bloody um, ten years. There's yeah. no chance. Like, I remember putting our group chat, he signed a five-year deal, and I, my the two standout Chelsea fans know Reese and Jim. And I said to them, yeah. "You're both 25 years old. Will you be 30 and possibly still yeah. be your manager?" Yeah. <laughs> like, not yeah. a chance. And they not don't. A chance. They don't want that. Even yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a bizarre one. And like I said, the owners, according to what they're doing, they must have a different plan to what Abramovich used to do. And yeah, but then that's bizarre in that they they were desperate desperately wanting Ronaldo. But they mm. want to progress all that progressive yes. and yeah, project type manager. But yeah, we want Chris Aaron out front. It just, just doesn't, doesn't add up. It just doesn't well, make sense. Going back to your point, you just said about um, Chelsea always chopping and changing the managers and and whatnot. Could they bring him in, win something? You can't say that he hasn't been a renowning success, Tuchel. But no, yeah. the the interesting stats are he was sacked exactly a hundred days into yeah. the new ownership. He had a hundred games for Chelsea, mm-hmm. one sixty. Drew 24 and lost 16. Yeah. Within them games, he won the Champions League, the Super Cup, and the Club World Cup. Mm-hmm. He lost two FA Cup finals and lost the League Cup final. Obviously, one League Cup final was on penalties and one League Cup and one FA Cup was on penalties. I mean, in 100 games, he was there 18 months. It's not a bad. Record, it's it? it's a good record. Yeah. As much as it pains me, like I hate Chelsea, but they're yeah. completely the most mercenary team in the world. <laughs> Potter for me is the most unmercenary like oh, he's like so person. He's just like he's a so nice innocent. school nerd. Yeah, he just looks like a little P teacher. Yeah. Just obviously loves football and is mm. incredibly knowledgeable and probably very good at what he does. But yeah, exactly. He just doesn't fit Chelsea one bit, does he? Well, I've got a note to say. Will, will Potter handle the pressure cooker of Chelsea? Like that is highly. Oh. He's now gone from everybody's second favorite team, like invert comments, Brighton. I oh, look at nice yeah, Grand yeah. Potter. Look oh, how they're doing football, well. Yeah. They got nice players. We like yeah. these players. To then coming to probably everyone's most dislikable team, yeah, without a doubt, without or dislikable club, should yeah. I say? Like, I would say, I don't. We don't know yet with the new owners, like I keep saying. But in a, a Bramford year, no way Potter gets eaten up, chewed up, spat out, and done. He's there's no way he survives. Mm. But with this Todd Bowley and whoever else they've got, then maybe, maybe he's he might be the answer. He's the one they stick by, and and no, they go no, Grandpa, he's the man in charge, and. Mm. He he's the coach that we want. So before he was announced, there was the two hot rumours were him and Poch. Mm. Um, and speaking to the two Chelsea fans, oh, Sporting have just gone one 0 up. Wow! As oh. as the clock hits ninety, Sporting Lisbon have just from a corner gone one 0 up. Oh wow! We'll wa- we'll watch back see if it counts. Oh, they're going potty as well. Um, but um, yeah, it was between. Oh, talking about Spurs to their former manager. <laughs> Who would you have picked being a Chelsea fan? Poch or Potter? Poch or Potter? It's hard for me because I've obviously think about him at Spurs and I I wouldn't say surely but I would as a football fan or I don't know if you have an interest should, like maybe Poch would have been the better option. I don't know. I would, I feel, I would, I would say Poch you know, is a, would have been a better option. Um, my, my thing about Poch which I, I'll defend him about which I get a bit annoyed about is with this, this stupid slander he gets oh he's won nothing he's mm. won nothing he's won but yeah, it, yeah. I suppose should have won something in your prime years whenever he was yeah. there his best, his best years they probably should have won we something we could have but we 
but I don't. Think I wouldn't say it's his fault. It's not Pochettino's no, it's problem. Not. Like, it's the players that clearly tonight is the same group of players that we have. Yeah, it's like that. That to hold against him is is right. And people say, "Oh, we look at we handled the um, the big personalities at PSG." Well, look how um, Tuchel handled them. Yeah, sacked from them. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so. And yeah, the the PSG like Pochettino hasn't. They go there and they win the league without without even worrying about it. Well, yes, but it's not. You can't just you can't judge him and 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 just totally crucify him because he's at PSG. And like you just said, they've got untold amounts of egos and big name players and mm. like Mbappe's the whatever he's sporting director and he plays up front. Like it just doesn't make any Every sense. Every manager so. that goes there struggles. Yeah, too cool. And it, it's Henry. not just the managers. There's obviously something wrong with the club. There must be something wrong with the club. And most managers flourish after they leave because they get like yeah. a new lease of life. Like yeah, they're all prima donnas there, and it can't be the nicest place to work. Yeah, and then and the argument of like beforehand, before when it was Potter or Pochettino, people were saying, "Well, what's Pochettino won? What's Graham Potter won? He finished fifteenth and eighth with Brighton. Like yeah, he he finished tenth with Swansea. Mm. Uh, yes, he was he was Ossens in the Swedish fourth division and got him all the way to the the top tier, mm. and he won a cup. That's fantastic, but. That's in Sweden. You can't. Yeah. You can't say, "Oh, what did Pochettino win?" Well, hang yeah. on. You got Graham Potter, like. Yeah. The, the geography teacher. He's not, <laughs> he, he hasn't won anything either, so that argument needs to stop straight away. But no, I just—it's an interesting point because he's, like I said, he's everyone's second favorite manager yeah. or whatever. He's he's the he's the Mister Fashionable at the moment. Exactly. He's everyone. That, yeah, and that's exactly what I was going to say. Like he's, he's, he's Mister Fashionable. It could be yeah. two 0 Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> two 0 Sporting. Is that old? Um, no, his name? no, it's not. He just come on that fella. What, just literally just now? He's just been subbed on, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, glad I didn't go there. My ears are ringing with <laughs> West Ham fans. <laughs> if only we could do a live yeah. a live stream right now. This is Champions League, though, so... <laughs> <laughs> Your open conference is Thursdays. This is Champions League. This is the big boy game. Back to the back to the topic. So, Potter took over... Have you got some notes on Potter? Potter yeah. took over Brighton... How long has he been there? Just he's been about two years. This is his second season or third season. So Potter was in charge of Brighton from 2019 to obviously recently 2022. He finished 15th in his first season because he changed. Like the, the big argument was that who, Chris Hutton was in charge beforehand, and he just was like the sort of run the mill, and we must survive, and we'll just we'll defend, and we'll get a point here and there, we'll nick a goal, we'll, we'll win a game, whatever it might be. Potter. Potter's come in and changed their style, got them 15th. And then it was the, the argument of, right, we've we've finished 15th, probably no better than Chris Hume would have done. But it's his, his style of play and that, ex- mm. that, that possession base and progressive football, whatever. So the, there was a bit of a, a 50-50 within the Brighton fans, who wanted it, who, who was against it, whatever. Next season they finished 8th. And that, that's that's really impressive from Brighton. That's, mm. I think that's brilliant. Like. Brighton shouldn't even be in the Premier League, let alone finishing eighth. Um, and they then on to this season, he started brilliantly. Six games, mm. 13 points. They remind me a little bit of um, the Leicester City team of a few years back, where obviously when Rodgers took over and their just recruitment is just so smart. Yeah. Like I said, they signed Pesuma a few years back. They developed him from a £5 million player, whatever they paid for him, mm. to... Um, a tw- I know it's only 25, only a year left, but yeah. he could have easily gone 35, 40 million last yeah. year. Um same with Cucurella. Within one year, they bought him for like 15 mil and sold him for buddy 60 yeah. odd million. Um, and even now, the, the pl- I know Potter's now just left, but like we said, the, the, those players, Cucurella, Pursue, have been sold <clears throat> and they've replaced them with unknowns, essentially, but seem to be going quite well at the minute. And 
and again they've yeah they've got they've got a group of players that just have, have bought into the way they wanted to play and and they look good again. But then that's that's going to all change now with with Potter gone. So well, even Potter for example, he, he, there's no way he cost more than four hundred, five hundred k to get mm. him from um, Swansea. Swansea. At the time, yeah. And um, they've sold him for sixteen million pounds. Yeah, they've made yeah. a sixteen million pound yeah. profit on their manager, which is just yeah. whoever's in charge of Brighton above above the manager and stuff. They they've obviously got their, their I stuff together. I haven't seen much on his replacement or no, rumours. Yeah, I mean there was a lot of like Brighton coming out and saying, "Yeah, we we're fully on board and congratulate him." And they were like, they seem to be very helpful as helpful mm. you, as you can be in that situation. But yeah, like you said, there's not been. Have Anything I seen that Adam Lallana is take is caretaker? Oh no! Player really? manager, he, him and oh. Bruno, I think I've read. Oh no, I think Bruno's gone Chelsea as well. Oh, has he? Yeah, the the guy that used to play the for the yeah, yeah, the bald Spanish fella. He's he's moved over to Chelsea. The only thing I've seen is that is that Adam Lallana's like currently taking training, or he's or might, might, that might be completely no, probably, no, he could well be, and him and Welbeck, assistant manager, I think. So D Welbs, <laughs> that guy. Yeah, and that yeah, there's not been much chat about their new manager, and, and for Brighton, that's that's. They're in a difficult situation now because mm. they were they were on an upwards trajectory with Potter mm. and they were a solid Premier League side. And now d- are they reverting back to right? We're just scrapping for our lives and yeah, we're going to get a Sean Dyche and Allardyce. Yeah, exactly. And just, what do they do? Just stay up. Yeah. Like. Do they get Scott Parker in? Oh, is it, do they? It's an interesting. It's an option. It's an interesting thing. Like he, he is a progressive footballing manager. Yeah. He wants to play nice football. Yeah. He will sign them sort of players. Brighton probably have more ambition than than Bournemouth do. Actually, yeah. They, they, they think they don't. They're not they've, not they. Can't that. Of course, they do have more ambition than Bournemouth. They've got more money, bigger stadium, more yeah. finances. They're Premier League club for the last four or five years. Yeah. Um, but do you? Get, I don't know. I don't. I honestly, I wouldn't. I couldn't. But no, like I said, nothing's been yet. said. Obviously, all the focus on Chelsea and yeah. even more focus on Tuchel being sacked than Brighton getting a new manager in. And well, it's a massive. It's now a massive time for them. Going back to Parker, Bournemouth still haven't confirmed it. Is it no. still Gary O'Neill? Yeah, still O'Neill's caretaker, caretaker, and he probably. I suppose it sounds ridiculous, but until they have a bad run, they'll probably just keep him. I yeah, think it's a nice, cheap, and cheerful yeah, option, isn't it? Exactly, it's an easy option, and yeah, I don't know, Brighton. That's a, that's true. It's like, well, what the hell are they going to do now? Mm. It's a strange one, but Potter is a. A lot of it's been said, but it's a it's a pretty cool rise to the top. I'd have to say. From yeah. I've got some things on him, but he basically started at a university level. He was at Hull. He he was a technical director of the Ghana Women for their World Cup. He was the assistant of England University side. Then he was at Leeds Uni with their football team. And then in 2010 was when he moved to like the professional game as such. He went to Ostersunds in Sweden, took him from the fourth tier to the top tier in five years. Got him to Europe. They played your beloved Arsenal, didn't the they? Take? In the world. <laughs> <laughs> or was it they lost at home, but they, they lost beat you away? in Norway. Yeah. It, not Norway, uh, Sweden. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Um, was it quite comfortable, wasn't it? Three 0 Uh, yeah, three one. Three one, something like that. And then I think they beat us two one in at the Emirates, and that's where he got his name. Yeah, and that was and his that's, last that's season. Yeah, he was because obviously as an English manager abroad, he was until you do something sort of extraordinary, you don't really get noticed. But yeah, that that Arsenal um, tie was the, the was the moment. Yeah, mm. and everyone realised, oh, there's some sort of up and coming English manager in Sweden. What the hell is he doing out there? Mm. And then that's when he got his move to uh, Swansea. Finished tenth. Um, was praised again for the way he plays f- his his football and the style and his his meticulous thinking and planning and whatever his preparation, and then he, he got his move to Brighton and now he's yeah now he's at the Bridge and a note on him arriving at Chelsea. So since me and since Jack and I, um, have been in football, supporting football, following football, 
he has become the 20th Chelsea manager since 2004. Um, if you want to name them all, then pause the podcast and see yeah. if you can name them all before I name them all. Drop them in the comments for us. But um, we start with Claudio Ranieri. And obviously the um, the, ra- the Roman regime is gone, but mm. it looks like they're still continuing the same few losses and you're sacked. <laughs> Ranieri, Mourinho Part 1, Avram Grant, Luis Felipe Scolari, Gus Hiddink Part 1, Carlo Angelotti, AVB, Di Matteo, Rafa, oh, Jose Part 2, Hiddink Part 2, Conte, Sari, Frank Lampard, Thomas Tuchel, and now Graham Potter. And on the the records and the stats, Potter did lose, or has lost, six in a row with Brighton last season. So he's definitely capable of of getting some bad results. And that's what we'll be telling, is when when and if Chelsea go through a bit of bad form and pick up some bad results. And whether that's midway through the season, towards the end, or if they get knocked out a few cups, they don't make it through Champions League uh, Mm. group stage, then, then we'll see what the owners are really about, but... And they play tomorrow night, don't they, Chelsea? Yes, um, they do. I don't know who they play. Probably should have done that. Who <laughs> have they got? Well, they're playing the Champions League tomorrow night. Um, they'll be at home. At home. They'll be at home at the bridge. And that he, he, he's, he is managing tomorrow. He's not in the stands, not doing one of them silly watch-alongs. No, no, silly that's watch his longs. game, I'm pretty sure. Um, Salzburg, sorry. Red, Red Bull Salzburg. Salzburg. So, on paper should be a win. Should be a nice start for Potter, but and then well, I don't know whether whether he liked this or not, but obviously with the backlog of fixtures coming, the um, the lot of fixtures coming up recently, and he doesn't he won't have a midweek off until the World Cup. Mm. Every top six club and West Ham and West Ham on top six. No, but they're in the Conference League, so every every club. <laughs> Nib. <laughs> um, every club in Europe doesn't have a midweek off, so there is no training. There's no time to get your, your players ready. You're literally playing Saturday, yeah, Saturday, Wednesday, back. Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Thursday. Um, but obviously, their game at the weekend is called off, so mm. he has a bit, bit of, of rest, time yeah. to um, get his plans across to his players. But um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. See how it goes, and I think I think you said it earlier, but. I think in a minute Potter is like the, the fashionable choice. There's a lot of England talk, and he he like even when Tottenham um, were looking at a new manager, he was thrown in the hat. But yeah, I think we'll see. With Chelsea, is the biggest thing is are they going to stick to their guns and and stand by? Yeah. Him? Well, before we end this section off, I'm going to ask you one question, Jack. I want a yes or no answer. Um, as Spurs have taken the last two Chelsea managers, and Mourinho and Conte, <laughs> is Tuchel going to be the next Spurs manager? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. That signs it off. We'll be back after this short break. All I want is a piece of shit motor to get me from A to B. Well, come down and sell bangers. We'll sell all type of shit motors at affordable prices. Oh, guess what? We've got everything. Fight number plates? What's wrong with that? Building ashtrays? What's wrong with that? No seatbelts? What is wrong with that? Why not listen to some feedback from our amazing customers? From where I'm from, I have to steal a car, but with Kells Bangers, it's stolen for you. 
I had no cash on me, but I killed bangers. They take any sort of payment, and I mean any. So, next on your Danny stamp, pop down and check out amazing collection of pissed forecasts at Tells Things. Well, thanks, Tell. And, um... As we were recording the first part, we realised that we missed out the um, Tate's Trivia Tweezer. Tweezer? Tweezer. 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 Tate's Teaser. Teaser. Oh, I've had too many beers. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, week three, I think this one is. Hmm. Right, here we go. Jack, are you ready? Ready. Which two players have scored a Premier League penalty with their right and left foot? I think hmm. this is probably the easiest one of the three so far. Because I've seen this go around, do the rounds online a few times. Really? Yeah. I have to come back to that. I can't, and, yeah. can't say I've got anything springing to mind, so yeah, keep that in the back Two of my head. Two players have scored a penalty with their right and left foot. And um, yeah, the answer will be revealed at the end of the show. Have they just scored, say, with their weaker foot as such, have they just scored the one, or have they scored multiple with um, both feet? I'm not sure. One of them I know has just scored one. Okay. I don't know about the other answer. All right, yeah, we'll come back to that. Um, okay, well... As we are sat in the bunker, we have just watched Spurs lose 2 0 mm. to um, oh, sporting. sporting Lisbon. Um, yes. Thoughts, Jack? Well, I watched, I was coming home from work and watched about 25 minutes of the first half, and it just looked like similar to what we've done all year so far. Like, we haven't been, we haven't been terrible, but we haven't, like, haven't been dominating and setting the world. Like, we just looked okay, and obviously it was 0 0 at half time, and. Nothing really was happening. We they didn't like scoring. We weren't going to score. It was just a nothing game. And then second half, we were probably not. I wouldn't say better than them, but we improved our game. We looked we looked all right. But then they scored two late goals there. We we're watching the replays now. That first goal from yeah. the corner is a soft goal. Any goal from yeah. the corner is is soft. Yeah, so it's, it's a shame. I mean, it's not. I'm not saying absolutely gutted. Obviously, you're annoyed. We we lost. We we don't want to lose. You don't don't ever lose, but. Yes, it's plenty of games You've left. You've got in four the games to recover. Yeah. Can you do you know what the sporting result was last week? Do they draw? No, they beat they beat uh, Frankfurt three. Oh, did they? Pretty sure it's three nil. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're they we top of the what, group. What the Frankfurt team that beat West Ham? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> the ones the Frankfurt that are in the that won that uh, Euro- European competition last year and are now in the Champions League with um, Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, so they're on six. You're on three. Yeah, like I say, you, you've got Frankfurt, four more games to Frankfurt turn around. play. Yeah, Marseille in a in a. Mar- and the th- Mar- who's the who's the other team in the group? Marseille, Frankfurt. So now now you have a double header against Frankfurt, won't yeah. you? Yeah, home yeah. and away against Frankfurt. Yes, yeah. Like I, I said before, I think we'll win two games at home. We'll win one away, and then we should should get through. Yeah, nine points. Nine, so. nine to ten points is usually enough for first yeah. or second place. You'll, you'll yeah, be we'll, right. see. we'll see. And well, while we're on Spurs, might as well stay on the subject. Um, you went to the game, didn't you? Um, <laughs> yeah, last week against Marseille. Marseille at home, first one. It's similar to the performance we've just seen there, but we were, we were okay. We were all right. We weren't. We're not brilliant at the minute at all. I don't know mm. what's happening or what if they're trying something different. What's going on? But yeah, we just we were just okay in the game. And then like similar to what Sporting done to us tonight, Richarlison scored two late goals last week, two headers, two really good headers, um, and won us the game. But mm. I'd say I've I've got written down. But Marseille were were pretty good. They they got a load of like. Arsenal players, <laughs> yeah, like Premier League rejects and misfits that didn't quite work out in England. But in Mar- for Marseille with their manager and how they're playing, mm. they they they're quite decent. They a typical like classic European away yeah. game for them. 
they sort of tried to delay as much as possible with subs and yeah. feigning injury. The goalie was throwing his body on the floor and staying down for a stupid amount of time. They were making subs where the player would go to the other side of the pitch and then walk back across. Like mm-hmm. just stupid little things. But when you when you're playing good sides in Europe in in like European competitions, it happens all the time. And yeah. just one of the things you got used to. And and yeah, luckily enough, we we won the game two nil. So and Richardson is in his debut in Champions League, he scored twice. So taking your Spurs hat off, mm. is that a red card? Was it Chancellor Mbemba? He got sent off, didn't he? Oh, After. yeah, definitely a red card. You yeah, think? yeah, yeah. Son was through. Son's one-on-one goalie. The the bloke just wiped him out, yeah. I think it's uh, if, well, it's one of them ones. If it's for you, it's a red card. If it's like a, oh, it's a, it's red, a red card. card. But the only issue I have a little bit, I think he's a little bit far out. Like, I think he was bang on. But yeah, I, I do was, think I think it's a red. If he doesn't make the tackle, Son's yeah, he's, he's, he's through, in a yeah. goal, yeah. And, like, Romero will probably do one of them identical in about two weeks. But yeah. Yeah, no, it's a red card without doubt. Yeah. Without doubt. All I'd say on Spurs is that it's sort of minor, but one of the good things at the minute is Perisic. Like, we have a few players that are playing well. Richarlison's playing well. Perisic is playing well. But Perisic just looks like a class above. He's not, I'm not, I do think he's a brilliant player, and he's he's not, like, world-class, like Messi, Ronaldo, that sort of mm-hmm. astronomical level. But you can just tell that he's been he's around. Played at a high he's level. played at the highest level with the best players. He's won and been in biggest games and the biggest competitions and he might not have been the main man for all those teams but if you've been around those those clubs and those managers and players for all that time you, you've you got to have something about him he, he reminds me a bit of when we had Berbatov when we had Modric you just knew they were mm. so much better than us and Perisic is so much calmer he has so much control over his game and his, his decision making do- he does and things he sees and he just is that much better than what we've got and it's, it's quite good to see to be honest I'm glad he's playing but rightfully keeping Sessignon out of the team yeah and Sessignon's not been terrible he's not done anything wrong but like I said when you've got that sort of player just you've got to play above. him yeah you've just got to play him yes so, but yes tonight 2 new loss you take it on the chin and yeah we'll go, and again, move on. We? And go again moving from one English club to another who had a shocker last week in the Champions League Liverpool like yeah, wow, dismantled, didn't they? I mean, I didn't watch the game live. Um, no, neither. I saw half of it when I was pissed in Box Park, but <laughs> Box we'll, leave, Park. we'll leave that for another story, another podcast. But Napoli, wow, absolutely. Oh, no, what, why should I explain the highlights back? Absolutely, were on fire. Mm. Like, w- w- could have been what four. In your or five opinion, in do you think half? it was more Napoli out this world or Liverpool just absolutely dire? Uh, I think. It's a classic like, bit of both, but yeah. I think Napoli that first half were were just unplayable. They just, um, like you said, they were just flying at. They're all over, like running through the midfield, running off Van Dyke, Gomez, Trent, Trent, and Robertson. The whole back four I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, they they were just and sort of a few unknown players that you don't really you don't really hear of. But in the in Champions League and competitions like that, that's when they they come and play. And yeah, ridiculous. Really, it was it was it was good to see. Very good to see. And there were three up at half time and missed a penalty mm. and c- could have had countless, countless goals. Um, I can't remember the name of the person who got the first goal, but then it was in Greece they got the second one. The yeah. old Fulham it was a Fulham, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's another, like, similar to sort of Marseille, that in Greece it was um, Fulham, like, poor Premier League side at the time. Do you thought nothing of him? But he's gone there and he's just beat Napoli, f- uh, just beat Liverpool 4 1. Who has Nom Dumbelli signed for? Is it, is it Napoli or is it Lazio? He's at Napoli, yeah, but he. He went involved the other night for obvious reasons. He can't buy that pace. No, he can't. He can't. <laughs> he ain't got the facilities of that yeah, big man. No. <laughs> he um 
I've seen their their like their teams and stuff they've been playing in their league, and he, I think he literally gets dragged at half time. He plays yeah. like might get to the sixtieth minute and they drag him. Like he just hasn't <laughs> he hasn't got it in him. And you watch the other night and you just think, well, how's he even in that squad? Yeah, we'll go, we'll touch on it later, but I think he's one of them players who just has to play at Lyon playing that French <laughs> yeah, league. Yeah. Or we'll touch on it. There's another yeah. player who is playing quite well at Lyon who just needs to play in that league. But yeah, Klopp's side would tore apart, wouldn't they? They um, played play tonight, didn't they? Ajax at home. Ajax at home. Mm. Might put it on in the background. But, we'll, but special mentions to um, the two English lads, Trent and Joe. <laughs> wow. Joe. Dragged it half time. I mean, I'll defend Trent because he gets an unfair treatment anyway, I think. But uh, Joe Gomez was atrocious. Bad. Really bad. Atrocious. Yeah. Um, for someone, there was, I saw a funny comment what the exact line was, but it was... Um, the best, the Joe Gomez was basically built up, built up, built up because yeah. he never barely plays. He played yeah. like once. He played. He had a good season when they won the league, but since then he's barely played and he's got this yeah, reputation. He's had, he's had but, terrible injuries and, mm. and but like you said, it, that that perception of him being brilliant has still carried on, and maybe rightfully so. He hasn't done mm. anything wrong, but until now when he's played and he's he's having a stinker, isn't he? I mean, so they've got Matip came on at half time, so he must be getting closer to match fitness. Yeah. But they're obviously missing Canate. Yeah. And um, they all over, show, they? Van Dyke. Van Dyke is just playing Gomez. on pure vibes right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's, what up, to. he's up to. It. Just he's like, not making any tackles. He's just no. jumping yeah, along. He's just sliding along about. Like yeah. Um, yeah, he thinks he's got like a force field. He don't want. Him, he used to have the force field, but people are like, "Fuck it, let's take him. Let's do <laughs> yeah, him. Let's go at him." Yeah. Um, it's bad. It is bad. But, but they've got. They've got. Like you said, they have got a few players come back. Matip, Thiago came on again. They lost four one, but. And I've seen that's that a very good sign for them that he's coming back. Robertson is out until after the international break. Oh, really? Mm. What from that other night or um, whenever his injury is? Yeah. Did he get? Did he get? In, I know he's. But Kim, he must, I think he's been carrying an injury because and he just Kim played for Simicash, it. Is it? Yeah, Simicash has come on every single game so far this season. Yeah. So he must have been carrying something. Mm. But um, yeah, it was just a very very poor Liverpool performance and. It might just be the way they've been playing the whole season, but they've come up against a side Napoli who were, who were fantastic on the night. So, and for, for what is worrying, I mean, like he might turn it around, whatever. But he's only—I know it's only early days. But you're a white Napoli, big game, and you don't—and you have your eight million pound player on the bench. Yeah. Like I know he hasn't been great so yeah. far, but he—you just need to play him. But in the midfield, they've got Milner, who's like we uh, keep saying, shouldn't be playing week in week out. So I, yeah, I said to Jack, I said to Jack in the week, and I said Milner made his debut the same year that David Seaman got lobbed. By Ronaldinho, <laughs> come on, James. Time, yeah, time James. for a rest. Like I take your hat off to him. He's he's a brilliant professional. He's incredibly fit, but like like I said, he just shouldn't be playing week in week out. And that's that's down to Klopp. That's down to Liverpool as a club. They've not they've not recruited. They've not got players in they need to. And they've got Milner. They've got Harvey Elliott who there. And even Carvalho. I know he didn't start the other night. They shouldn't be playing Champions League too much. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much responsibility on on a young player's shoulders and. And Harvey Elliott has played week in, week out. He might be fantastic and he might turn out to be brilliant. But right now, Liverpool are struggling. You don't need you don't need to be relying on Harvey Elliott. It's too much for him. Mm. Like you said, Fabinho, Thiago coming back is a big big addition yeah. for them. Yeah. Did that um, Artur play? He I mean, came on again. Uh, but then, uh, he gives me big um, sort of... Uh, who was that awful player that Chelsea signed last year? Uh, who was good on... Uh, Sal. So, yeah, so that's exactly, who was, what exactly what it is. Who, exactly was, who was good a few years ago and looks good on he's paper. A, he's a European name that has built up Who's some good on respect. FIFA, and, basically. Yeah, Got good FIFA and people, name. oh, he's he's a good player. And Liverpool have panicked towards, right towards the end of the transfer window. They've panicked, similar to what Chelsea did with Sal. They've brought him in. 
and again, similar to Harvey, they're they're going to have to rely on him, put on loads of responsibility, and he's to, he needs to perform mm. now, not not in a couple of weeks or yeah. oh, give him a season. He needs to start performing now to the highest level to improve Liverpool. And they'll be quite glad. Obviously, they've got Ajax tonight, but again, their game against Chelsea got called yeah. off. And Arthur, weekend. to be fair, Arthur, that could be thinking about. It, they're probably one of the worst signings well, this summer. Arsenal were rumoured for him all January. Mm last January to get him between the centre midfielder yeah. to get him on loan and they wanted Juventus, Juventus wanted an obligation to buy yeah. and Arsenal like, no we don't because no. really like, I heard it earlier but if you think about the transfer it was last minute so the club was he at Juve? He's gone from Barca to Juve and now to yeah so he was at Juve at the time when obviously Liverpool just took him so Juve could demand whatever they want because Liverpool are desperate. Mm. The player can then demand his wages whatever he wants so mm. whatever wages he's sitting on is probably saying ridiculous for the amount that he'll play or should play so yeah. I think, I think it's yeah, only it a 12 month loan I think it could be a really poor poor signing mm. but yeah it'd be interesting to see what happens there I think Ajax will give them as good they aren't sitting top of the Eredivisie at the moment mm. they'll give them a good game tonight yeah. Bergwijn um, might pop up with a little goal yeah well I think he's got two at the weekend I think he might yeah. even be one of he those he scored and talking about uh, Ajax last week they obviously played uh, Rangers didn't they and Bergwijn scored then yeah demolished Rangers Alongside Celtic getting smashed at home against Madrid. And while we're talking, we'll won't, we won't um, forget that Celtic did demolish Rangers as well. Oh, yeah, yeah just before that. 4-0, wasn't it? But going into that game, everyone's saying Celtic are playing really well there. They're on top four. To be fair, Celtic actually played all right in the first half. Mm. Um, but if but you, Madrid were so bloody classy. No, and they're a joke. This that man um, who's the Modric. <laughs> no, is that you took the word to go? Just he's that way. He's got a lovely goal and ridiculous. Him and Vinicius were just surprised. And uh, what's his name? Benzema came off after mm. about ten minutes, I think, got an yeah, injury, and yeah. then they put Hazard on, and Hazard he scored, scored didn't he? for the first time in God knows how long. Mm. He actually looked quite dangerous. I yeah. mean, he's playing against a League One club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should um, he should look good, but also Modric turned thirty seven like two or three days after the Champions League game. So mm. he thirty seven years old, and he's unbelievable. unbelievable. He only gets better. He's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Unbelievable. And then on the other um, England English team in the Champions League, we'll talk about um, Manchester City. Yeah, City. And it. nice easy win. The robot continues to do his stuff. Yeah. They're just, they are just brilliant, and we might cover it about the uh, Premier League. But it was a shame that Spurs didn't, couldn't play them at the weekend. Because either way, we just want to get it out of the way almost and just play the game. Because you know, yeah, you think they're, they're only going to get better. There's, that's it. Yeah. Exactly, so I exactly just think that. I just said exactly what Tate was thinking. But they're only going to improve, and at the minute they're ridiculous anyway. So yeah, yeah. And four-one away at Seville, wasn't it? Four-nil. 4 0. Mm. I mean, that, what, what what result that is. Imagine yeah. if Arsenal Spurs, well, if Arsenal ever got to fucking Champions League, <laughs> it'd be a good result. But <laughs> your best be your Spurs is your, your, your Liverpool's or yeah. your Chelsea's win. Well, tonight, away at, yeah. tonight, exactly that. Last year, City played Sporting away in, um, I mean, around a 16 what, or 7 0 up or something. They won they won 5 0 at Sporting and then brought them home and drew 0 0. The tie was done. Yeah. But yeah, that just shows you the, the the difference in the in the, in the the sides. But yeah, yeah comfortable 4 0 for City. And then moving from <coughs> the Champions League to the Europa League. Um, so this was last Thursday night. I watched yeah. it in a pub down Liverpool, Liverpool Street. Um, yeah, it was t- typical Europa League game. You make yeah. 10, like made 9 yeah, changes. Yeah, that's what I said. It just lots um, of changes. It's one of them games which they give the nine changes a little bit of run for the money, but Arsenal were never in 
any real serious no. doubt about you winning were, we, that game. I mean, I was watching it in a pub as well, not really taking much notice. And you see uh, Zurich go one up, and you're like, oh, go on. Like, no, we went one up. Did you? Yeah. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. I don't think you did. We did. Are you sure? Yeah. Marquinhos. Marquinhos. Oh, Marquinhos. Sorry. Marquinhos scored. Tell it back, yeah. Um, and then Inketia kicked... Um, oh, that's it. Yeah, they got the kicked the bloke in the... Club, sorry. Tell it back, yeah. Kicked the bloke in the chest at the same, exactly the same time the Queen died. Yeah. Quick word on the Queen. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Lizzie. And a quick fact on this, by the way. Um, so, when Queen Elizabeth took charge of... Whatever she takes charge of, what do you call it? The kingdom, the England, the what, the country. <laughs> when she became queen. Uh, yeah, when she became queen. <laughs> um, there was a certain North London club sitting top of the table. That North London club was Arsenal. <laughs> and when the queen sadly passed away, that's a certain North club sitting on top of the table. <laughs> There's rumours that she was a, a she secret was. Arsenal. Well, fan. she was meant to open the Emirates yeah, in 2006, and she got she became ill. Um, mm. So uh, her husband came and opened it instead. Because they invited you in, didn't they? Arsenal? Yeah, and then after that, only the only later. club to ever go in, yeah. invited by the Queen or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, very class. sad. That's very. What that's what they call class. Not <laughs> God, that's awful. <laughs> no, but the Queen, classy lady, uh, Arsenal, classy <laughs> club. You had Arson and you had Arson <laughs> as the manager, Thierry as the um, as yeah, the young the, Fabregas as the captain. Yeah. That was yeah, Arsenal, very Arsenal. sad day for I think the whole world when when the Queen passed away. So rest in peace. Yes, but um, you shouldn't have cancelled the Premier League fixture the weekend. But <laughs> yeah, that I was yeah quickly on that. It, sure, that was that we were going to do a winner and loser of the week, but we've decided against it, and that would be my loser is that the Premier, the Premier League, League was, was it the FA. Yeah, whoever made that decision is the loser because you look at the other sports that I understand if golf, cricket. Rugby, they're all decided, no no sport this weekend, it ain't, it's not happening. But they all went ahead and then Premier League decided, no, no, no Premier League. So it just, yeah, it just seemed wrong. And, it would just it would have made a good image of just either... Imagine, it's, yeah. If it's a minute silence yeah. or a minute's applause or whatever you, you want to do. You could have done a minute silence, minute applause, wear black armbands. Do the old... Bring um, the reef. True trombone the thing they do for the... Um, yeah. You could yeah, have all sung the national anthem. It would yeah. have been like it was for the cricket. Been, yeah, it would have just been a good call that could have just been passed around the world. And not to say I'll oh, nip it in the bud, whatever, yeah. but just because the the silly thing is, not the silly thing, but it's going to be, so some club, Arsenal now don't play till, don't play till the weekend, they could, that game could have quite easily been cancelled, then it's the European, then it's the um, international break, yeah. and then it's the 1st of October before you have your your memorial to the Queen, yeah. and it's like, it's going to be nearly a month then, yeah. past. Just, just Whenever your next game is, that's, that is going to be, what we just said is going to happen, so... yeah. Surely that this the weekend just gone should have been the most a celebration time and, to do it. and like you said it would have been broadcast to the whole world it would have been incredible but instead we were told to to mourn and sit inside and and be upset but I just think I think it was the wrong decision total wrong decision yeah so well after Inkitia gave away the penalty they then equalised one one and um, then Inkitia opened his um, account for the season yeah he so did. first goal wasn't it he's up and running. He's two behind Marcus Rashford. I saw it was on in the pub, but I couldn't hear anything. And I saw Inketia wheel away and give it the old call me, the little call me celebration. I thought of Tate as he's as he's wheeling away, but yeah, Inketia opens his account. Yeah, that for the that is the competition he'll start to. Yeah, if he starts as well, he'll, he'll play. He'll yeah. start every game at least. He yeah. might come off, but yeah. Well, as we've got this PSV game Thursday, which has now been um, called off. It's looking more and more likely that Arsenal are going to have to forfeit that 3-0. Yes. 
Or the other, the only other thing I've read is that apparently Arsenal may be able to play it behind closed doors, right. which I don't know the truth in that. But basically, Arsenal and all the other clubs playing in Europe do not have a free midweek season, free midweek game until after November the third, and right. that is when all the European games have to be finished by. And like we spoke to Jack before this um, off air. And it's a bit similar to the Spurs situation yeah. last year when they postponed their game against yeah. Stad Rene, was it? Uh, yeah, it was the home fixture yeah. against Rene um, when we had to forfeit and the result. And you didn't have time to play it and you had to forfeit 3-0. I mean, I know that it's slightly different because it's not COVID and it's the Queen and it's the, yeah. we can't police it, whether that's our issue, yeah. I don't know. But either yeah. way, it's a, it's a strange one. I, and I've got no idea when this game is going to get played. No. Which is a bit annoying because like I'm meant to be going to it. Yeah, it ended up not being Speaking played. to my PSV, I've got, I think I've got four mates coming down to watch mm. it from Eindhoven. Mm. Um, they're all still coming down because I can't oh, get refunds yeah. or anything. Yeah, no, well, yeah, similar because obviously the Champions League this week that we know a few people that have gone away to, for example, the, the Sporting Tottenham game just yeah. now. And yeah, they were obviously going to go. They Like your mate said, they bought their flights, the hotel and all that regardless and there was talk of it not happening um, but yeah, they were going to go anyway, so, so yeah, don't blame them. They changed their tickets from the Arsenal game Thursday, They're going because they fly tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to go watch Millwall play tomorrow. <laughs> oh my, who have Millwall got? I don't know. Oh, are you going to go? No. You're going to meet them? Uh, I might beer. meet them on Thursday for a couple of yeah. beers. Um, oh, <laughs> but they've gone to Millwall <laughs> oh, um, on Thursday. And then moving on to the other Europa League game, and Man United lost because they gave away an absolute stonewall <laughs> penalty. 100% pen. Um, I mean... Because Odegaard, that vicious foul he did on Sunday, and then Martinez, absolute stonewall penalty, <laughs> caught the ball, no deflection off, the, <laughs> off his leg at all. Ref was right to book him and give the penalty. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a, it was a shocking it decision. It was a, another poor refing decision, but first first win for Sociedad against United in their there was their fifth attempt. Mm. So yeah, their first win against United. David Silva, the magician, returned, returned. to haunt them. I mean, I didn't watch much of the game. I saw that um, Ronaldo obviously got his first start, of the se- uh, second start of the season. Yeah. Um, and I say to Jack, obviously, this uh, bet I've got with Inketia scoring more goals than United, it was based on a you not um, Ronaldo being sold, b him not even playing in the Europa League against Buddy, whoever they're going to be yeah. playing. I don't know who they've got up next, but um, I think it was Sheriff, FC yeah, Sheriff, something like that. Mm. But um, no, they didn't look great at all. Maguire, no, Maguire starts. Maguire starts. What did you Magu- say to me before? Maguire starts, Magu- and uh, Man United lose. I think they've lost every game that he's played. He's played. He's st- he started. I mean, they he won. They won against Arsenal because he played like twelve minutes. But <laughs> every other game, they've both lost. Yes, yeah, poor. He started. Even Casemiro played. They didn't have a. They didn't have a weakened team. They they played like a strong side. Just yeah, Anthony played. Yeah, started again. Yeah, um, not a good result. That was their. Obviously, they went one four in a bounce previously, and then that was their unbeaten run came to an end. Mm. So we'll have a little stop, and then we'll um, we'll come back and cover the cover the mighty West Ham in their co- first Conference League game, and then move on to some other bits and bobs. Welcome to West Ham's Weekly Rant with your host, Jack Kindle Brown. <laughs> now, here we go. Conference here we go. League started last Thursday night. Um, 
And we're, we're talking about West Ham's game. Uh, the FCSB, Stal Bucharest, wasn't it? Stal Bucharest, the capital of Romania. Yeah, they. Um, that was their first home game, wasn't it, in the, in the competition? Mm. And you, you knew some lads that went, didn't you? Yeah, I knew a few lads that went... Um, from work, um, they were trying to get, they were desperately trying to get tickets in the away end um, and in the home end. But obviously, you know, when you buy European tickets, they then say, "Oh, if you haven't been a member since yeah, X date, to, obviously yeah. they don't want trouble." Mm-hmm. Um, but they still got into the home end somehow and yeah. caused all sorts of trouble. <laughs> oh, <they said. laughs> yeah, I imagine Soon. it was a lot in there. Yeah, especially as, Roma- as Romania, um, <laughs> Star Bucharest went one nil up. Yeah, I'll bet. And um, I saw the, I saw we're looking pretty good. Down, yeah, I thought, oh, here we go, could be a. Could be a good week for a pod, but mm. no, it changed changed at half time, didn't it? We like we just said they um made three made subs, three subs at half time. Brought on Paqueta, Antonio, and Bowen. They yeah. started with Skamaka up front, and they're that sort of youngster in the middle. But brought on those three players at half time, and that I didn't watch it. I didn't really see the highlights to be honest, but that appeared to have have changed changed the way the game went. Really, yeah. From the highlights I've watched. Um, it looked like Bucharest had the best of the first half. I mean, I might be completely wrong when only watching the highlights yeah. of that game, but it looked like a better chance. And as soon as they made the subs, the three subs, then West Ham took control yeah. of it and made it, took authority and obviously came out deservedly winners in the end. Yeah. Um, Liverpool just got one up. Salah. Mo Salah the GOAT. He's they back. got a um, deserved penalty um, yeah. when, I can't remember the player, was flattened by the goalkeeper. Um, but you. cracking penalty by Bowen, smashed it in top bins. And then shortly after, Emerson got his first ever goal for West Ham yep. to win the lead. And then it ended with a 90th minute Antonio Antonio goal. Yeah, just a um, good way to start for West Ham. I, I don't know what they think about their competition, their fans, their players, their whatever, Moisey. But yeah, it's a game they should, obviously, yes, they should win. But yeah, 3-1 at home, very comfortable. They they go into, they got this week, Siltborg away. Siltborg away, who are Cyprian, maybe? No, nah, I Belgium? think they're Danish, aren't they? Danish. So, just name every European country. Yeah, we'll get one of them. Clue. I looked at it earlier. I've yeah. got a clue. But then, yeah, it depends on who they play. If Mark Noble comes back and has a little run out, we don't know. So, yeah, they should should be another win for West Ham. Um, yeah, so from one random European competition to a little section here where we're just going to talk about lots of random things that we've discovered over yeah. the last... Week to week to ten yeah, days yeah. really. Um, and Jack, if you want to kick off with, I'd your, love to start. But yeah. we were at we recorded last <laughs> yeah, week so for an hour and forty. And thank you for all you yeah. all you people that listened. And literally, as we recorded last night, oh shit, <laughs> we've got we both wrote lots of notes on. Yeah, this, this one person, and we haven't mentioned him at all. <laughs> but yeah, I think we have to start with Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Wow, <laughs> he's Bert. Well, he's old Burton team. <laughs> yeah, that you wouldn't okay. know he actually managed. Were at bottom of League One, League One, League, yeah. one, league one. one point. I think they're seven points adrift after six games, which yeah. is horrific. And they were they literally scraped through last year to stay in the division. So and their manager seems to every <laughs> other weekend or every weekend swan it up to Buddy Sky Sports <laughs> Studio and talk about games of a team he didn't yeah. even Buddy play for. It was the it was when yeah it was the United Arsenal game and Hasselbank's on the on the punditry. Smiling away, happy as Larry, talking about how good United are. He was hugging Ten Hag at the end of the game, high fiving their players. Oh, I actually, oh, just clipped the bar. Um, and you texted me, didn't you, saying Hasselbank? Question yeah. mark. And I was like, <laughs> typing, Jack's typing, and we both send a screenshot, the same thing of Burton's lead table. Like, Bear in mind, yeah, maybe t- less than 24 hours ago, Burton had just got beat, whoever they played, like mm. Tate said, rock bottom of League One, Hasselbank, 
swans it up to Old Trafford on Sky Sports News prime time. So so. What are you doing, mate? Now, since then, he's now resigned, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, a day later, on, on a Monday morning, he'd, he'd actually resigned from He Burn. must have been told to pack it in, if pack one of them in. I mean, Jim Floyd Aspang's a massive name, but if you're a Burton player, if you're a fan, whoever you are to do with Burton... Don't look good, is it? If you see your manager on the on Sky Sports talking that and smiling and, like I said, hugging the, the manager and congratulating them, like... You're thinking, bloody hell, we're, like you said, we're one point, we're rock bottom of League One, we need you here, we need yeah. your help. You're, you're Jimmy Floyd Asselman, yeah, you're or you in should bring, for You should reason. bring bringing the boys in for extra training on fucking yeah. Sundays. You should be, whatever your coaching staff should be doing, it's just awful, like, such, such a bad look. Terrible, terrible look, and, yeah, he, maybe there was a conversation and he just felt yeah. the best way to get out of it was to leave, and I mean, and if, I was, if I was him, I'd, I'd personally, buddy... The Burton, t- Burton manager's got to be a reasonably stressful job. Yeah. Being a Sky Pundit has got to be an absolute piece dos. of piss. Yeah, absolute dos. Especially when you're not like a Gary Neville or a Carragher mm. who's got to impress. You're a Hasselbank who comes in yeah. normally when Chelsea play, yeah. like every now and again you're on, um, you just say a few things, you go home. Like, yeah. How Bizarre. easy can that be? But also, on that, just sort of jog saying my memory, but also Joe Barton in the Marseille end last yeah. week. <laughs> very, very peculiar. What? Well, played, I think, 20 games on for Marseille loan. on loan and has become sort of some sort of cult or thinks yeah. he's some sort of cult, cult hero. Yeah. And he kept doing this. Oh, you, of course, uh, you can't see him on yeah. camera, but he kept holding his hands up and hand yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, No, oh, just all... Just like, what? Jimmy Floyd Asbank, Jimmy... Uh, Jimmy. Joey Barton, who's also in charge of... Oh, I can't remember. Bristol Rovers. He's in charge of Bristol Rovers. Who are also. playing currently Ipswich at the moment. Yeah. Um, shout out to... JJ. JJ, who's gone tonight. Up the track, the boys. Yeah. Who are top of the league, actually. Yeah, doing well. He did say you're going to mention Ipswich being top of the league. I said, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a <laughs> shout. So, yeah, Joe Barton, Jim Von Asbank, disgrace. What are, you, what are you both doing? Just what are you doing? grow up, do your jobs. Well, he's only got one job now, so... <laughs> yeah. Right, so my next <laughs> random thing I'm going to talk about is... Back a few pods ago, we were slating Manchester United for their pursuit of Marco Alnautovic. We were, um, for good reason. Maybe we were all wrong because the um, leading goal scorer in Serie A is Marco Anafic. The Austrian. <laughs> six goals in six games for Bologna. Bologna, yeah. Bologna. Um, maybe he was the man to replace Ronaldo. Uh, yeah, he, he probably was the right <laughs> the right addition. We don't know. We obviously know nothing. But yeah, it's, it's funny how it, how it all works out. It's a mad one like that. And talking about goals, so... It is currently Bayern versus Barcelona, yeah. the uh, Lewandowski derby, and what a start he has had to his career at Barca. All comps, six games, nine goals. He got a hat-trick last week in the Champions League, I believe. Um, yeah, 5-1 home win for them. Against Pilsen. Was it Pilsen? Yeah, who um, Inter just beat 2-0. Diaz? Oh, scored. Um, yeah, so... Another, it looks like he's just going to carry on where, yeah, again, he, where he stopped off at. Um, people try and doubt him and say he's too old, that rubbish. No, he's just obviously... Aging like good, a fine one. He's obviously just another very, very good player and incredible what he does. Um, and another random thing we have found out or researched is Anton Griezmann. What yeah, is going I saw that. That's good. with him? They're so, while I read these minutes out, Jack, can you just check whether he has started tonight so we can... We can check this. So, for those who don't know, he signed on loan from Barcelona last year. And two-year loan deal. And if he plays 
something I about... I think he plays half hour. I think he plays half hour or more. Yeah, if, if, if he plays 50% or more contract. of the minutes he's available for, it triggers a... Um, clause. A £35 million, pound, which is a €40 million euro clause that they have to buy him. Yeah. Um, and he so has he season, has started on the bench tonight. This again. season he's played seven games all comps, and you're saying he's started on the bench. Yeah. So his eighth game, he's played 23, 29, 27, 28, 30, and 28 <laughs> minutes in each game. Yeah. And he scored about three goals, I think. So it's not yeah. like he's not playing yeah, well. He's he's coming on and getting involved. It's clearly a tactical thing that yeah. they're that they're doing. Yeah. To to avoid <coughs> paying the paying the fee. Yeah, definitely. Um, apparently Barcelona obviously got wind of this and aren't too happy with it and mm-hmm. apparently they're going to try and make an agreement to remove to remove the 40 million make it 20 million say and then just think just grow up and stop playing stop playing yeah, silly just, buggers yeah <laughs> and then as soon as it happens he'll, he'll play every game yeah he'll start every game he, again he's a good player he's just, he just should be playing but but yeah, you don't want to buy funny. him for 40 million euros when he's no. I don't know how old he is now but yeah, if he's got injuries especially after two years you've just played him you're just like it's just yeah it's Simeone and Simeone definitely knows what's going oh, on oh Athletic are a fucking dirty yeah. little club yeah they're I think they're a Spanish Chelsea, so they're they're well on top of what's going on. And um, talking from dirty, dirty things to it could <laughs> even be corruption again in the Serie A. Oh, that was mental. So if it? anyone watched the Juve. last five minutes of the Juve game, who they wow. play? Sal, I can't pronounce it. Salerni like or Salister, whatever they're called. Salis- Some, something like that. They're like a smaller, much smaller Italian side, but they were they were. I think they were, uh, that team were tuned up. At Juve mm. and Juve equalising in ninety third, something like that. Yeah, and equalising ninety third. Bonucci scored, and then Milic. ninety ninety seventh, ninety eighth minute. Milik from a corner flicks it on, goes in the goal, and they're all celebrating, absolutely booting right Shirts off. off. Yeah, as you would in the in that time, and you've just Already scored shirt off. what you thought would be the winner. He then gets booked again, so he's then sent off, <laughs> and during that time. VAR's had a look and gone, oh, he's offside. He's but they're offside. all fighting. Cordado's been Yeah, it's, all, it's like a brawl on the side. Um, and like, take me. I think he's about to say it, but go on. Um, Fazio. Is it Fazio? Yeah, yeah Freddy, Freddy Fats. Uh, a, why is he still playing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, he should never, yeah. ever, ever have played after. Uh, can you tell me his last game for Spurs? Because I can. Uh, I can tell you exactly what he did as well. I want to say, was it your Europa League game? No, no, okay, I won't. Um, well, I might be wrong. I might, I no, might be wrong. Got right. From my memory, his last ever Spurs game was against Arsenal in the League Cup, when um, the Flamini derby. <laughs> do you remember? I can't remember who whipped. I think I it was Oxo Chamberlain put a cross in, and it, all he had to do was just clear it. He mm. booted it <laughs> about <laughs> twenty meters up in the air, <laughs> and it fell down. And Flamini hit a bloody volley. He's never hit a shot like that before, and it went in the corner. Oh, what a goal! One all. Sorry, um, one all. Liverpool and Ajax. And it was a worldy goal, and we and I don't think he ever played again because he was he was shocking uh, anyway. No, he was, I mean I'm relatively slow, and you can be slow and still be a good footballer. Fazio, bloody hell, he is awful, absolutely no, was awful. Dr- was he a AVB signing? I feel like he was. Yeah, he, we had that or a potch. We had a the white white kit with like a sort of a luminous green lining. Yeah, it was could it have been a might have been a potch, like early potch signing. He was. Um, Early uh, Harry Kane era, wasn't he? Yeah, it was when yeah Kane, that kit where Kane sort of came alive. Yeah, um, a- eighteen Kane. Yeah, eighteen Kane. Yeah, yeah. So H K eighteen. <laughs> so true. It's Kane number eighteen on the back. Yeah, and Fatio was knocking around. Yeah, yeah. H K thirty H K thirty seven. Yeah, H K um, eighteen. Yeah, 
Eight, eighteen was when he had the eye mask on. When it's probably yeah, that was when he was a joke. That's, um, that is, and then he went to 10 yeah yeah, and he's ridiculous but yeah Fazio shocking player has he still got a professional contract but yeah sort of sidetracked but yeah Juve thought they got the winner like we said Milik got sent off there was a big old brawl on the sideline Quadrado gets red carded Fazio gets red, red carded uh, I think the goal then is disallowed yeah. and looking at it I can understand why because because of the angle they give to yeah, start yeah, with, yeah. I can understand yeah. why Benucci is in brackets, offside. Yeah. I mean, he goes for the ball, but is he in the frame of play? Mm. No, but, but if it's, it's one of them, imagine that's North London derby. Oh. If it's an offside awesome score, everyone is going. <laughs> all the Spurs fans are going. He's yeah, offside. Yeah. He went for the ball, and if it's a Spurs, and it vice versa. But is that that photo I sent you? Is that true? The the one of the guy. Yeah. So he's not offside. No, 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 because he what he. That's the angle the TV shows. Yeah, so what are they... And they, 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 they can't they see the whole thing? They forgot to look. <laughs> they forgot. That was the, the, the big issue was they forgot. Uh, they only checked it against the screenshot of that. From the view of the corner. Yeah, they didn't show the whole pitch. So basically, there's a yeah, there's a guy that goes to defend the short corner, corner. And he... He's, he's on the six-yard line. Yeah, he's typical, like, just walking away, sort of forgetting that he's still part of the game. And he is obviously keeping the whole the whole um, Juve side on side. But like they say, in the camera angle or whatever they look at, the shots, the the screenshots and whatever, is all looking at just one simple angle. It's zoomed that, in. That obviously cuts out this player. And for whatever reason, they don't realise and they don't think, oh, maybe there's a yeah. guy keeping him on. And yeah, they, they disallow the goal because it's, in their eyes, he's offside. And then at that point, Allegri gets sent off as well, the Juve manager. Yeah, so, so I think five, pl- five, four players... Um, one manager yeah. and a goal disallowed all yeah. in the space of like three minutes. Ridiculous. And you were saying last night apparently there was a shocker in the Roma game as well, was there? Yeah, there was. It was a... What was a shocker? Roma versus... And a it penalty. You, uh, it was Roma and... It was a red card as well, wasn't em- there? Empoli. Mm. It, was, uh, it was just... Yeah, just... And seeing the Juve one, you just... Like, everyone moans about what happens in England and the, obviously the weekend we had a couple of weeks ago, but... There's obviously problems all over. It's not just us. It's not just Anthony Taylor and yeah. whoever else. No, Anthony Taylor's a good referee. <laughs> Especially when he referees Chelsea. Yeah, he loves it. He loves it with Chelsea, doesn't he? But <laughs> Chelsea disagree. But yeah, so obviously there's problems all over. So And on to our final random moment of the week. Um, Arsenal loney Englishman Florian Balagon, who plays for Stad Rems, or Rene, no, Stad, Stad Rems it is, um, scored five goals in seven games in League 1 um, and only Kylian Mbappe and Neymar have scored more which is good stat not bad for the young young Englishman who's I think he's about 20 um, I, I think he'll have a future at Arsenal I think he's got a higher ceiling than someone like Nketiah has or had shall mm. I say cause Nketiah, what's Nketiah a couple years older 22 now 20, 21 might be 24 oh is he 24 oh um, but no I just thought it was an interesting thing See an Englishman go abroad and score some goals. Yeah. And, I mean, the league out there I don't think is great. By the next thing I'm about to say is that <laughs> fat boy Lacazette <laughs> fat boy. has scored four goals already for them. He's captain. He was number 90. He's now changed to number 10 for some for some reason. Um, but, yeah, four goals, exactly the same amount of goals as he got last year. And I think that speaks volumes of what dross that league is. Yeah, and like Tate said, we're going to... We'll have a little stop, but from Fat Lacazette, we're going to move on to Fat Frank. (laughs) 
going to move on to our weekly prediction as we have some of the Premier League fixtures back this weekend. And like I said before, we're gonna we've chose Everton versus West Ham this week. Um, Tate, do you want to have a little comment? Yeah, so we've got, like Jack said, there are three games postponed this week. We've got Brighton Palace, um, which apparently was, is postponed not because of the Queen's thing. It was postponed anyway yeah, it was, it because was, um, of the um, train strikes, train strikes. regardless of what happened to the um, Queen. Chelsea-Liverpool is postponed, obviously, because that's in London. Mm. And United and Leeds is also off because um, they couldn't get enough police to police all the main United fans in London. <laughs> and Chelsea. And Chelsea. <laughs> Um, but no, so moving on to our standout game of the week: yeah. Everton versus West Ham United. Frank versus David Moyes. Moyes returning back to Everton. Yeah. Um, has Moyes ever won back at Goodison? I don't know. I'm putting last, that out there. Last year they. Mm, I'm putting that they out there. Last year. They might have done. Um, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know why I just thought that, but I'm actually going. For because I know you're not going to back West Ham, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go and back West Ham to win two one, two one West Ham. I'm going to go. Yeah, West Ham um, won there last year. They, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he has he has one back there, and he's probably won previous. But yeah, um, I'm going to go two one West Ham, um, and I fancy Skamaka Skamaka to finally open his account. That's a bold statement. Brave. He's got to. He's either got to. He's either got to be, or he's going to be another classic West Ham. Spend low money yeah. on a striker. Massive. Who's flop. absolutely shit. Like I could reel off top of my head. Zaza. Um, oh, I made the list there. I mean, from Haller was shocking for them, and I'd said he'd be shocking. He was too slow. From I think um, the Shamak they had. Um, Golden Golden Sullivan Rain. I think uh, at one point they had about fifty strikers yeah. that they bought that had scored no more than five Premier League goals. Just. Just awful. Yeah, awful. We, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't even time to fucking read them all. No, that, that, Valencia. that could potentially happen with Skamaka, but... Who was a Nigerian bloke they scored? Like, uh, like Decore was really quick on FIFA once they had. Dumbia, oh, something like that. They had. Their list is disgusting. Just yeah. horrific. And their, their supporters fully understand that as well. Header from Liverpool? No. Um, so you said 2-1 West Ham. Yeah, I know you're not going to go West Ham. No, I'm so. not. But no, I'm not. Not just because... <laughs> No, no, not, I'm not. No, I have genuine reasons for. I, I'm going to go 2-1 Everton. Yeah. And I have reasons for that, so don't all go crazy and start messaging me or turn off and get the. Um, just calm down. I saw a message Matt Jarvis. Calm <laughs> down, it's going to be okay. <laughs> I've said 2-1 Everton because Everton haven't won this year. They've gone four games on the bounce drawing, so they're, they're f- he's finding a way to stop leaking goals and. Yeah. And right, okay, we can't win in a minute, but we are definitely not losing. They've, they've gone four and a bounce. And I just think West Ham, on a, after Thursday night, playing on a Sunday, away at Everton, whether whether they think it or not, or they think Silkborg are rubbish, they, they they should win comfortably. But it's just that playing on a Thursday the Sunday traveling. Is, is awful. It's absolutely awful. It's, it's terrible for Tottenham when we're in it. It's terrible for Arsenal. West Ham, know, like from last season, they know what it's like. I just think, yeah, the Sunday game... Um, like I said, Everton haven't won yet, and Frank needs to find a win, needs to find a way to to get some points. Um, and I think, yeah, that that sort of Frank Frank Lampard, West Ham, Moisey going back there. I just think mm. it's gonna Everton it's gonna work out well. in their favour. Yeah, it's just gonna. I think it's just gonna work out in Everton's favour. I think they'll, it'll be a tight, horrible, nasty, scrappy, absolutely horrible mm. game to watch. But I think they'll nick it two one. Calvin Lewis isn't back yet, is he? Calvin Lewis, Calvin Lewis, not back yet. Um, yeah, I think that's a valid point. They said Everton. 
Like I said, if you if you're not going to win, do not lose. Yeah. And it's as basic as that yeah. sounds. He's and that's what I think they've stopped done that, the yeah. rot. And they've had some reasonably good results. Yeah. And if Calvin Lewin was fit, I mean Gordon's not doing a terrible job, but he's not a centre forward. If mm. if Calvin Lewin was fit and playing and, and was part of that, they might have scored a couple more goals. So yeah. they might have picked up a win or maybe got a little result here and there. But yeah, I just think they'll they'll win Sunday. I just think they yeah. will win. Right. Well, either either way, if it's a draw, then there's no beers. Yeah. But if there's a win either way, then. Come on, the toffees. Then we'll, we'll be um, enjoying each other's beers. Right. And to close the podcast out, come back to the top of the show with the teaser. Which two players have scored a, a Premier League penalty with their right and left foot? Right. My initial thought, and one of the top players, at <coughs> both being right and left footed and I think undoubtedly one of the world's best at it was Sandy Cazorla. Mm. And that is my first guess. Yes, that guess is wrong. Wrong. Surprisingly. Yeah, so it, like I said, he's ridiculous. He took corners, free kicks, everything. I saw the two answers and I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen Cazorla in that, in that yeah, stat yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Maybe he scored a free kick. So I actually sat and watched all 29 goals he scored for <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> Do my research and yeah. he didn't score a penalty with both right or left foot. Really? Mm. I um, mean... Tottenham bias probably one of the best right and left footed players we've ever had is Tom Huddleston but there's no way in hell that he's in that list he's not but for the first clue it's a former Spurs player in there is there hmm hmm ah this yeah this could be anyone my third and final guess because Tate sort of gave me a hint that it was he'd like slipped when he'd done it possibly or so I'm thinking of a clumsy, unorthodox striker. I want to go Demba Bar. Close-ish. <laughs> Ish. Um, Can be close? It's no. No, I'll give you one more guess. He is a semi... I, I, would, I would put him in the, uh, the streets won't forget category. Ooh. I would put him in there. A former Tottenham player. No, 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 no this player is not. <laughs> the former Tottenham player is a bog-standard oh, no, okay. Premier League I was player. Thinking, I was thinking um, to rap. But then no, I would okay. I would put um, the other player is a former. Okay, I'm gonna go. Don't know why. It's maybe because I've said Adel Tourette, but I'm gonna go. Last guess, Ben Arthur. No, no, shocking. Um, number no one, Bobby Zamora. Bobby Zamora. He fits the build of the clumsy. Yeah, who I think. Denver Bar. I might type. be wrong. Please tell me if I am wrong. I think he's the one who scores. Slips, slips and scores if he's left foot. For some weird reason, I can pitch that in my head, but yeah, but he was left footed, wasn't he? Yeah. So maybe, yeah, could have been. The other player is also left-footed, but I actually watched this penalty because I wanted to watch it and see what he actually... <laughs> Who did he did play for? Newcastle. Newcastle. Was he... Streets won't forget he's the one-ish. Was he left-footed? Yeah. Was it Laurent Robert? No. He's got an absolute banger against Spurs as well. Ah, uh, yeah. As soon as you say his name, I'm going to know. God, I won't... I don't know. Ophem... 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 Martins. Yes. I was there when he scored that. Yeah, well, like it was like well. ninety, whatever it was, oh. hundred miles an hour rocket, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It the old, old wire lane and the yeah. the goal, the net was like the a short like roof and then a, a yeah. diagonal sort of downward back of the goal, ridiculous. They made net. it two all. And I think they won and he three just two. Smashed yeah. it, stanchion. Yeah. No, yeah. he actually took it with his right foot. Why? He was all I thought his left foot. Because <laughs> if you watch the if you watch the goal, he runs up really really awkwardly with yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe he just couldn't. Get his left foot but out. I don't know, just, maybe he was injured or whatever, but it was yeah. just the weirdest penalty. <laughs> That's a good stat, like. But it. no, that was. I, I, I've, I knew it was Zamora because I've seen that do the rounds before. 
Uh, mate, yeah, but, that's probably why I can picture it, because I've probably seen the same video. Um, I didn't know it was Martins as well, but um, mm. there we go. If you've got that, then please let us know. And that would, if you've got all four right from all the four weeks, then... Um, yeah, good good on you. Well let us know. But, yeah, I think that, that rounds off this week's pod. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Again, keep listening, keep messaging us, sharing it. Pass it on to someone new if you haven't already, and, yeah, just yeah, well, stay in contact. Slowly getting around the world. We had our first... Um, Nam- was it Nambia? Uh, Nambia? Was it was Zambia? Zam- no, Zambia. Zambia. And then we had the Greek. One Greek in Greece. The one in Brazil. Yeah. We're slowly getting there. We're going global, so <laughs> got to keep up. All right, we'll see you next week. Stay loyal. <laughs>